We are sponsored by Raise Energy, powered by the enhanced refresh technology. Raise Energy delivers with a performance-enhancing energy drink that aids in the most often overlooked categories. Raise Energy targets focus, enhances your recovery time, improves clean energy levels, and boosts your stamina and hydration. Most importantly, each single can of Raise Energy has absolutely zero calories, zero sugar, and zero carbohydrates, which that gives you a smarter and more healthier option. You should not have to settle for an energy drink that contains more sugar and carbs than you can count. Opt for the number one fan-voted energy drink on the market today with Raise Energy. If you want to get yourself a can of Raise Energy, go to repsports.com, R-E-P-P, sports.com. Use my promo code HPP1000, HPP1000 at checkout, and you will receive a generous discount. All right. Welcome to the HodgePodge Podcast. I'm your host as always, Dylan Hodge, but you guys already know that. I am on Instagram and I'm on Twitter at I am Mr. Dylan Hodge. You go follow the podcast on Instagram if you want to. It's at the HodgePodge Podcast. If you're listening to this podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcast, um, well, Apple Podcast would be iTunes, wouldn't it? <laughs> Apple Podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, things like that. Please give a five-star review and um, leave, a, leave a little comment. That helps the podcast grow. If you're listening on YouTube, obviously you're not listening to this, but if you guys like to just listen to me ramble for a few minutes and then go listen to the actual interview podcast on YouTube, make sure you guys subscribe. A little over 100 subscribers, which is uh, kind of cool to me because I never promote my YouTube channel. I just... It, it's never a daily thing for me to, to, to do because... You know, I've never, never done it, and it just seems to grow um, by itself. So I, I want to see how far it's going to grow by itself without me promoting it, and then if, and if all needs so, I'm going to promote it. You guys know that. All right, so it's Monday. You know what that means? Another podcast. And on the podcast today, we've got something a little different. I took a break from the guest for a little bit, and we are doing. What is the best Disney princess movie of all time? I ranked the Disney princess, but all the animated ones, I think it went from Snow White to Raya and the Last Dragon. I did no live action ones. I strictly stuck to the animated ones. I did not want it to take me nine months to watch, so I watched all eight or nine of these. In about a week, it didn't take me long to watch because a lot of them were, you know, hour and 10 minutes, hour and 15 minutes. And so I would sometimes knock out two a day if I could. Other times I watched one every every day, every other day, sometimes at night, you know, one throughout the day. Uh, really just depending. So I want you guys to really let me know what you think about stuff like this and then we'll do it. I was going to do the... Uh, rank all the Quentin Tarantino films. That is still in production. I'm still thinking about it and going to record it. Um, but I wanted to put this out there first because if you guys did not don't like these things, you know, then I definitely won't put out the Quentin Tarantino one. Um, I won't even record it. We'll just cancel all the production on that. Um, just just because I didn't want to put all this production in it, and then you know. You guys hate me for it and they don't like it, and you just prefer the 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 special guests and the interviews. And if that is what you guys like, the interviews and people coming on and 
you know, we just shooting the bull, then there will be strictly just that. Um, but I haven't been giving you guys movie reviews. I said they were back a while ago um, because I stopped them for like six or seven months just because I was running myself ragged with 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 all the the movies that I've been having to watch one or two a week just 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 to catch up. Um, but now it's now it's slowing down a bit, and now I can probably. Um, give you guys another movie review um next week i'm not gonna do it this week because i am reviewing movies this whole entire episode and i don't want to give you guys too much i'm just gonna do free guy um this week but i'm probably just gonna wait until next week to give you guys that i've already got it recorded i just got to put it up uh, so you guys will probably get that next week um so w- along with another interview um, so yeah just guys just let me know i'm it's 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 my bed it's like two o'clock in the morning i I'm, I'm doing this so late i've been busy you know with with my new job and then trying to do this trying to make ends meet so it's been a rough couple of weeks for me so bear with me bear with me we'll get this figured out um so without further ado let's go over right now to the podcast where i rank and grade belittle and praise all the disney princess animated movies Right here, right now, and here we go. picture of all time is back in theaters. How do you do? How do you do? Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. The Queen! Snow White! We're gonna save her! This summer, come celebrate the wonder, the romance, and the magic of Walt Disney's all-time classic. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, still the fairest of them all. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs is definitely a classic. Um, I, I, I've seen the movie multiple, multiple times before, and I always laugh and I always get sad at the same scenes every time, you know. Um, but here's, here's, here's one thing that I find very interesting about Disney is, you know, we weren't alive back a lot of us weren't alive back in the 30s um 30s 40s 50s to see these movies you know being made and coming to theaters when they were released and we're we're watching them now as we're older and these movies are you know 
almost 100 years old. And it's very interesting to see Disney's first animated film and the journey that Disney and animation and movies have taken since then. You know, it, you take, take Snow White, you know, the, we're talking about Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, take that and then take, what's the most recent one? Um, okay, take like Onward, for example. I know it's not the most recent one, but it's the one that's recent popping, popping in my head is, is, the, is the Onward movie, how beautifully made that Onward movie is versus how beautiful Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs are, but the two beautifuls are for two different things because... This is when Snow White, they, they were still drawing them by hand. Like, there was no computers doing this. You know, it's very, 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 um, very interesting. Um, it's not my favorite Disney princess movie. Um, although it is a classic to me, I still find it boring somewhat at times. Like, there are still some times where I'm sitting there and I'm like, man, hurry up already i mean just it's amazing and mind-boggling to me how something so classic and just have these boring and it's boring in a not in a good way but also not in a bad way it's just like come on already get in with it and you'll see a theme kind of in these in these movies that don't really have a boring sense to them but this is the first one for me you know, with the boringness into it, kind of doesn't make you want to do it anymore. You know what I mean? So, with that, and it being a classic that I've seen it multiple times over, and of course, I rewatched each of these, even though I've done seen them, I wanted to be 100% truthful, I wanted to be 100% real, and I wanted to be, 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 be fair and watch them all over again. Um, I had to give it three and a half out of five, which is not which is not bad, um, considering what I could have gave it. Um, so three and a half out of five for Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. You are the only ladies of the household. I hope I presume there's no one else, Your Grace. Your Grace, Your Grace, please wait. The beauty, the romance, the magic, Disney's most magical fairy tale. On the stroke of twelve, the spell will be broken. Digitally restored to its original brilliance. Talagadoola, minchagaboola, put them together, and what have you got? It's like a wonderful dream come true. Available for the first time in 10 years. Critics say Cinderella is a sheer joy. It's even better than you remember it. Cinderella Special Edition. Now on Disney DVD and Video. Okay, on to Cinderella. Now, it's great in this Cinderella how they do not give you too much of her story and overdo it. Um, they give you just a glance, and then they move on to the stupid mice, <laughs> that dumb cat, <laughs> which I found very, which I found very interesting. 
and fun because I don't, I don't know if I've ever seen Cinderella before. I'll be honest with you. I don't know if I've ever seen it before. But I found the mice and the cat probably the best part of the movie. And that's not taking anything away from the movie because the movie itself was absolutely phenomenal. Um, but there, and you're and you and 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 you'll see like it, like let's give an example like for um, Tangled and you know Princess and the Frog and stuff like that. They kind of give you too much of the story. They go and it they go you know, in advance of the story when they don't have to. And I think that kind of, de- you know, demonetizes and and downgrades the, the performance of the movie. Um, but, you know, like I said, they just give you a glance and they move on to the funny mice and the cats and, and they're trying to get away from the mouse and, and, and distract. One, one stupid one's trying to distract while the fat one's running to the corner. <laughs> I, but that does give you a little break um, from the bullying and the abuse that Cinderella does get from her stepsisters and her stepmother. You know, and, and it is very sad to think that there are most likely step-parents and step-siblings that are exactly like this. And Cinderella is the definite you don't... Um, you know, don't you love it when the good guys win type of story. Um, and I'll say this, that bippity boppity boop TikTok actually absolutely ruined and demolished this song, uh, period. They used it too much. And this is a movie, Cinderella's a movie that I thought I would not like. But for some reason, it kept me wanting more of it. And I was really, really, really bummed out when the end credits arrived. And in my opinion, it is one of the best Disney movies ever made. And that's coming from a guy. A straight white male. That movie is a 5 out of 5. <laughs> Listen well, all of you. You know the classic story. Now watch it come to life. In a way you've never imagined. What is it? Come on, let's find out. It's Walt Disney's Sleeping Beauty. Come along now. We must tell their majesties at once. On the day she was born, I cast a spell upon her that before the sun set on her 16th birthday, she would prick her finger on the spindle of a spinning wheel. From this slumber you shall wake. When true love's kiss, the spell shall break. A magic beyond anything you could ever imagine has transformed this immortal tale as if it is being told for the very first time. Prepare to have your senses awakened and experience the high-definition event of the year. Walt Disney's Sleeping Beauty, for the first time ever on Platinum Edition DVD. Make it blue! And Disney's first-ever Platinum animated film, released on high-definition Blu-ray disc. Coming soon.
It's an adventure too magical to miss. Uh, um, I was looking at my notes at what movie came next in order, by the way. And I've watched all of these movies in order. Um, I know I said that earlier. Um, but God, I did not like Sleeping Beauty at all. Oh, my God. Um, so coming from Cinderella... I was like, I was pumped for Sleeping Beauty. I was like, let's go. Let's get it. But God, what did I watch? At the end of the movie, I was like, what did I watch? I mean, so the princess did not show up until like 30 minutes into the movie. Didn't even show her as a baby. I mean, I was bored and I was always checking how much time was left in the movie. I was on my phone. I was going through Instagram and Facebook and... Stuff like that, and it did not make me laugh or even chuckle, which I hated, because that's what Disney does so much. They put so much effort in their comedy that sometimes it's so bad that it's funny, but sometimes it's actually genuinely funny. And the songs weren't catchy, nor were they good. You know, so I turned it off about halfway through, and I took a nap. I finished the last half later, and I was hoping to God that I would get tired again so I could take another nap. And that's not good at all for a movie for me, especially Disney. So, and people consider it a classic, so I'll be easy on the judging here, and I'll give it a two and a half out of five. From Walt Disney Pictures comes our 28th all-new animated feature film, The Little Mermaid. And for the very first time, we're going to an incredible world under the sea to meet Ariel, The Little Mermaid. The seaweed is always greener in somebody else's lake. You dream about going up there, but that is a big mistake. Just look at the world around you, right here on the ocean floor. Such wonderful things around you, what more is you looking for? Each little snail here know how to whale here, that's why it's hotter under the water. Yeah, we get lucky down in the muck here under the sea. The Little Mermaid, coming to theaters this holiday season. The Little Mermaid. Man, um, this was, again, another movie that I've seen multiple times. Um, I actually have seen, I actually own the Blu-ray copy and own 2 and 3 um, on Blu-ray as well. Uh, to me, the little, taking Sleeping Beauty out of the out of the whole list here, The Little Mermaid is not as good as Cinderella, um, but I still really, really enjoy it um, every time I watch it. You know, I don't watch it every time it's on TV. Um, that's going to be one, two of these here that I've never seen before. Um, so, But I've always enjoyed seeing how different movies do like an under-the-sea-themed story. Like I, I enjoyed Finding Nemo and Shark Tale. And even these under-budget animated movies where they go under the sea. I, I enjoy all kind of ocean life stories and movies because I want to see how different they're going to take it, how different they're going to... Because you can only do an under the sea story so many different times, and I love trying to figure out how they're going to do it. And I think the Little Mermaid hits the nail on the head every time. You know, it's not a mermaid that knew about humans. It's not a mermaid that knew. You know, this is a plate. This is a fork. This is a spoon. This is a mirror. A hairbrush. A hair clip. Whatever else she found, because that that's coming common in these newer 
in these newer animated movies that's not supposed to happen, you know. They're not supposed to know what these things are. And The Little Mermaid hits it perfectly. And, you know, this movie is very good. And it has some really catchy songs that you know by heart just from, if you've never seen the movie, you know these songs from people singing it from, you know, social media and just from your daily life in general. So I'm not going to give this movie a perfect score because there were some things that I would take out um, and there were a little bit of dragging here and there. But, I mean, honestly, I will give this movie a great, decent score of a 4.5 out of 5. This movie is very well done. Very catchy songs, like I've said before. And the ending, who can't love the ending and the part where she's singing on the rock out of the ocean? This is a Disney movie to the heart of Disney fans. Walt Disney Pictures presents its all-new 30th full-length animated motion picture. Is anyone here? Mama, there's a girl in the castle. Good. A girl. The classic story of beauty and the beast. He was a lonely beast, cursed by a mysterious spell. And she was the beautiful young girl who could set him and his kingdom free. She's the one. She has come to break the spell. They were two complete opposites. Anything to do with him. She is being so difficult. Until something wonderful happened. There's something sweet. Straighten up. And almost kind. Show me the smile. But he was mean and he was coarse and unrefined. And now he's dear. You look so... And so unsure. I wonder why I didn't see it there before. It's a story filled with fun. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I beg your pardon. Adventure. Sacre bleu. Invaders! And dozens of wonderful new Disney characters. Keep it down. Featuring six new songs from the Academy Award-winning composer and lyricist of The Little Mermaid. This holiday season, share the fun, the magic, and the music of an entertainment event you'll never forget. Disney's Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast is next. And, man, this... This is... This one is really tough to beat for me. Um, So, Beauty and the Beast is really, if you think about it, a really magnificent look at one of the best decades that Disney has ever had. You know, counting Pixar and all of this, from 1990 to 1999, that's a great chunk of Disney animated movie perfection. And you know, this movie, Beauty and the Beast, is perfect from beginning to the end. I mean, they make the secondary and the thirdly characters actually as interesting as the main ones. Um, and this place i forget the name of where they live but this is where i could actually imagine myself living in especially that giant library that bell goes in you know again a movie i've seen millions and millions of times you know i have to be professional in grading these movies though if i'm watching them and this is what i feel you know when i started this i wasn't going to watch every movie i was just going to watch the ones that i didn't that i've never seen or that i didn't watch before um 
But I went back and I said, you know what? Let's watch the ones that I haven't seen because I may have missed something. And I'm glad I did because this Beauty and the Beast, it took a different, it took a different meaning to it when, when I started watching every single one of them because it made me think differently. Because you actually do feel sorry for the antagonist, which is the Beast. And it's a sorry where you want him to have a happy ending. You then cheer for Gaston. You cheer for him as well because he just wants to be this manly man. He wants to. He wants this woman, Belle, and he's trying to be the hero and sweep her off her feet by killing the Beast and saving the town. And Beast is considered the bad guy that's captured Belle. But there's not really... If you're looking at it from a certain standpoint, Gaston is the bigger villain than the Beast. But if you look at it from the standpoint that I'm on, there's not a villain here. It's just you're seeing it from this perspective. If you're seeing it from Gaston's perspective, you're seeing it as, oh, I'm going to... Sure, he's a little bit of a prick. Right, yes. But but I think that's part of the character. And I think that's why they made him that way. Because how this movie ends is there's no real villain in it. It's two guys fighting for what they think is right. And so I had to I had to take it down half a point, so I gave it four and a half out of five. I mean this I mean this movie was was freaking perfect for me. Um, but then as I'm being professional and 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 actually professionally rating these movies I have to take a point off and and that hurts me to do for Beauty and the Beast because Beauty and the Beast for me is just so so magical and so perfect. I think there's something written here. Ten thousand years will give you such a crick in the neck. Say the magic words. Genie, I wish for you to make me a prince. He has the lamp. We're never gonna get a hold of that lamp. Do you trust me? Keep your hands and arms inside the carpet. We out of here. I don't care what y'all say. Aladdin is a mofo classic. I mean, who doesn't love Aladdin? And Aladdin is easily in my top five Disney movies of all time. I mean, again, seen it numerous times. I love it every time I freaking watch it. I mean, the music is classic, great, and very, very catchy. The story is brilliant. And I here's one thing that I love about Disney that I think a lot of animated studios, you know, like DreamWorks, etc., etc., kind of, I'm going to say this, they kind of uh, take from it, but they need to learn a little bit more 
is going in the past. Because when you look at it, and this this is what I was saying, you know, from the Snow White was if you're looking at it, you know, from now and you're going back then, you know, 1943, that was a specific time and 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 place. But if you're looking at it from 2021, really they do so well in going back to the past in these recent Disney movies because they didn't have to do that back in the day because you kind of imagine what it was like, you know, 10, 15 years ago, but times really, 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 really changed from 1940 to 2021 drastically. And it's cool seeing these go back to the past and taking these different chances that they've taken. And, you know, plus... You've got Robin Williams, one of the greatest comedians of all time. You guys should go read. If you haven't read the book, I'm going to put a special plug in for Dave Itzkoff. If you have not read Dave Itzkoff's biography of Robin Williams, simply called Robin, you guys have to do that. It is freaking, it is one of the best books I've ever read in my whole entire life. Um, Robin Williams is just so brilliant and brings himself into the genie and you can take all of my money a thousand times over. This is one of the perfect Disney movies. It's it's, it's easy five out of five for me. Think you own whatever land you land on. The earth is just a dead thing you can play. Can you paint with all the colors of the wind? Disney's legendary classic, Pocahontas. I look once It's Disney's most enchanting tale of adventure. Fun. <laughs> and courage. We will destroy these invaders. I'll always be with you. Forever. Disney's Pocahontas. Pocahontas. So, for some reason, I've never wanted to watch this or ever watched it. Um, no particular reason. It was just like Pocahontas. Uh, people said it wasn't too good, so I just never really watched it. But I'm glad that I did watch it. This is a beautiful, beautiful movie. I love, personally, I love the history of the Native Americans for some weird reason, I just love the hit. Like I, I've read uh, 1491, which is one of the, again one of the best books I've ever read in my life, and about the Native Americans and how they lived and how they hunted, and it's it, it's excellent. And Pocahontas kind of goes in in and they hit a very true story, somewhat um, of a few historical people, you know. And there were actually a few times where I gasped out uh, out of shock. In Pocahontas, you know, and I also laughed a lot that stupid raccoon. And that's one thing that I'm glad they picked up on kind of after, um, let me see, was it Little Mermaid probably? Well, I mean, they had, um, you know, they had the, 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 the mice and the cats and Cinderella. I don't really think they had anything in Sleeping Beauty. I fell asleep in it, but, you know, but kind of there and they kind of, Beauty and the Beast didn't really have anything. They had a candlestick and they had, you know, they didn't really have any animals 
but Aladdin had the monkey, and Pocahontas, they kind of, I'm glad they found this kind of very funny side character that really matters in the whole story, and they're actually really, really funny. Um, you know, and, and I'm glad we don't have to see every Disney princess as a baby and then grow up like a lot of the other Disney movies do. Um, what really shocked me was Mel Gibson as the voice of John Smith. You know, Mel Gibson would have not have been my first choice, but in other words, I think he really nailed John Smith and he deserves the praise for it. Um, so Pocahontas is definitely a must watch if you're a Disney fan and you've never watched Pocahontas. And I know I'm going to get a lot of hate in the um, in emails and in the you know the notes below and also in the YouTube comments below. I'm going to get so much hate for it. The only takeaway from this movie and the reason I had to deduct half a point is that there's really only one song in the movie that is good. Um, and that is the colors of the wind. Obviously the other songs honestly are really forgettable. Um, and a great surprise in the movie is I did not expect the movie to end the way it ended. I mean, it actually really, really surprised me because, you know, you're thinking you have these animated kid movies. I mean, let's be honest. They're kid movies. They're animated kid movies aimed towards the five-year-old range. Five to eight-year-old animated movie range. And you can pretty much guess how the movie's going to end. But for me, being that I've never seen the Pocahontas movie. I know the, the true story of Pocahontas. But I, you don't know the animated movie's version. And I was guessing the whole time. And it actually really surprised me. I didn't guess it, which is a giant plus in my book. So because of the half a point deduction I had to take away for for the 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 the, the, the songs in it not being as great, um, I have to give it a four and a half out of five. Really, really, really great. I've heard a great deal about you, Mulan. You took your father's armor. Yeah! Ran away from home. Impersonated a soldier. Endangered the lives of thousands of men. And destroyed my but soon the world will know the great things you have done. Father. The greatest gift and honor is having you for a daughter. Where do I start with Mulan? Um... Never seen it before, and I went in with a lot of of, of high expectations. Um, mostly because a lot of people that I know and do respect say Mulan is their favorite Disney princess movie or just their favorite Disney movie in general. Um, so 
I was going into it like, yes, I'm going to enjoy it, but I was also had that deep down inside feeling of this movie is not going to be as good. People are praising it and saying that it's great just because it could be one of the worst Disney movies. But Mulan was fantastic. All that crap that I thought was wrong, Mulan is freaking fantastic. I mean, the story was something that I never expected from Disney. I mean, they hit a lot of different points that I don't think you could really do in a Disney movie today. And I think they were kind of breaking the boundaries and the third wall with when they were doing it now. You know, but this movie was trying to prove something that no other Disney movie, I think, um, has ever tried or has ever hit again, and that's sexism. So... Everyone has questions about sexism, you know, and, and, and how it works. I'm not going to get political. I'm not going to get into it. But I think this is a movie that I think you should watch and should be seen by people that do have questions and thoughts about the sexism or just want to learn more or just want to find an interesting, you know, woman conquering movie. Which which I think women conquering movie, that's the point of the Disney princesses. But I think this one, Mulan in general, hits the the woman power moment the most um you know it's one of those you know girls can't be stronger or as strong than a man is or can be type of story and then you figure out oh man this chick could wind up beating my ass and you know and then at the end you end up somewhat understanding more about women and then how they are actually looked down upon and i mean she had. If you guys don't know the Mulan story or, or, or what it's about, here's the brief premise. The brief premise is her father is. I don't know if he's injured or if he's just old and he walks with a limp, but he gets drafted into the to the to the, to the military, into the Chinese military, and she can't take his place because she is a woman, and so. She dresses like and 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 acts like a man and talks like a man and and she she hides it and tries hiding it the whole movie and then it turns out you know but Mulan was this was was this something I'm gonna say this something because it was something to me that I was definitely shocked at it because. How can a movie like this be as brilliant and as great as it was? I mean, Eddie Murphy as Mushu was definitely, in my opinion, the best part of the movie. Um, I think Eddie Murphy is easily one of the best comedians in the world um, today. E- even though he doesn't do comedy stand-up anymore, he's still one of the greatest today. Uh, you can tell he put his own comedic genius into the Mushu character. And for that, I would take a bullet for this guy. And the songs are really good as well. Some better than others, but that's expected. But it's nothing that I would have to take points off for. Easily, five out of five. Perfect movie for me. Um, It's all around a perfect movie with some hilarious scenes, you know. And here's a big plus. The bad guy in the movie has to be the best villain. One of the best villains in any Disney movie. The guy was scary, and they knew what they wanted to do with the character from the very beginning. It wasn't one of those, you know, we'll see how it goes. Even though you can guess his fate at the end, 
it's all around a fantastic movie that I really did overlook, and I am ashamed of myself that I overlooked it. Everyone thinks they know the story of the princess and the frog. You must kiss me. Excuse me? Please, princess. It will make me human again. Just one kiss. Unless you beg for more. But no one knows what happened after the kiss. <sighs> Until now. How did you get way up there? And how did I get way down here and all this... Ah! On Disney Blu-ray and DVD. In the tradition of Walt Disney's most beloved classics. <laughs> comes the story behind the most magical kiss the world has ever known. Walt Disney Pictures, The Princess and the Frog, on Disney Blu-ray and DVD. Okay, now we're kind of getting into the ridiculous realm of Disney princess movies. The Princess and the Frog. Um, It's a movie I really wanted to enjoy after coming off of the Mulan high that I was on. Um, it's based out of New Orleans, which has a really deep meaning for me because I live very close to him, like 90 miles away from it. And we used to go there all the time, you know, when I was growing up. But the old fashioned story of the prince gets turned into a frog and the princess falls in love with him, kisses him, and then he turns back to a prince. It's a great story, but it was told really odd and strange here. Um, I mean... Sure, it was a good twist with when she kissed him, she turned into the frog. You know, I, I, I found myself lost a little bit. And I don't know if I just didn't pay a, close enough attention. Um, but I would look down and then would be a little bit confused as to what just happened. I think everything was just moving at such a pace so fast. And they were just trying to get everything into this, you know, hour and 40 minute movie. And then they tried again with an animal character, which that was a crocodile this time, tried to make it a funny animal companion. And I think that messed the movie up a little bit. Um, so if you're holding it to the standard of princess movies, it's not the worst, but it's definitely not even close to being the best either. Um, I wouldn't even consider it good per se. I would probably just call it okay um so that's why it has a it has a a low rating of three out of five for me i just couldn't find the hype and the goodness of it alone at last Listen, I didn't want to have to do this, but you leave me no choice. Here comes the smolder. Ah! 
coming, Blondie. Let down your help! I can remember seeing Tangled when it first came out um, a long time, maybe a little over 10 years now. Um, my sister was seven eight something like that and of course love the disney princesses and love the rapunzel and i remember going to watch it in the theaters uh, the whole family went and then i remember going with my church group and we went and saw it uh maybe once or twice so i've seen it a fair amount of times so i knew a little bit about it but again to be fair rewatched it and again, it was another fairy tale that was put into a movie that could have been great, but turns out to be just acceptable. Um, for what we got of Tangled, I'll say it was alright. Um, but it did make me laugh a little bit, and I didn't enjoy some of the scenes or some of the songs. I, I mean, I feel like they were trying a little too hard for this one. When you can look at all the previous movies and realize that they were very simple movies and they didn't do a lot or go into a lot of story detail, those were the better movies. And they try to go too far. I mean, you're trying to make a movie for a little kid. The little kid doesn't care that... Or, they don't care about a lot of this. They want to see a good movie that they're going to... I mean, you're trying to make it for a five-year-old. And they're making animation for fucking 18-year-olds. It's crazy. I mean, but the animation is beautiful, though. I will give them that. So that is definitely a plus. Um, I, I didn't find the witch or whatever Rapunzel's mom, whatever you want to call her, to be all that villainy. She was okay, but she wasn't really the scariest. But she wasn't the smartest either. But on a plus... My favorite part does have to be the ending, though. And I'm not sure if the fairy tale, I didn't really look that much into it, if in the fairy tale, you know, her lover cuts her hair off in the actual story. But when it happened in the movie, I was shocked. I was like, what? So this whole movie, she could have cut her hair off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the whole movie, she knew her hair was magical. So all she had to do was cut her hair off and her mom would have kicked her out of the tower anyways. I mean, anticlimactic here. The villain wanted her daughter for magical hair, which is just a stupid idea, but is actually somewhat of a smart one. I mean, it's never been done before in an animated movie, I don't think. I don't know, man. I I just get frustrated when it comes to these movies that just try to overdo the other one, which I know that's the plan, but the other ones used to be just so simple. Snow White, she lived with seven dwarfs, and she ate an apple and it poisoned her, and they cried because she died, and then the prince came and kissed her. Simple, simple, simple. I mean... <laughs> 
I gave Tangle three out of five. I, I mean, I'm just getting frustrated just even talking about it because it just irritates me. And then the last ones aren't that great either. And and that's what you're gonna hear next. The ancients spoke of it. It is the heart of this fierce land. It is carried in the wind. Born of our legends. And when we are put to the test, it is the one thing we must always be. Alright, this one, Brave, is going to be very brief. I hated it. I hated it more than Sleeping Beauty. I don't know what it is about Brave. I, I, I saw it before when I did the Pixar movies. Um, but I felt really that I didn't give it a fair shot because I took a lot of hard, low blows for this movie in the Pixar one. So I watched it again, and who knew it? I was right the first time. The movie's not even close to being considered good or even okay in that matter. The story's bad. I don't understand how they consider this a princess movie. This could have easily been... A one-off movie, kind of like the kind of like what the Frozen movies are doing now. You know, I didn't like it at all, but apparently the kids finding it entertaining, so I'll give it a brief, short two out of five. Do you know who Maui is? Only the greatest demigod in all the Pacific Islands. With his magical fish hook, he slowed down the sun, pulled islands out of the sea, battled monsters, and I should know. Because I'm Maui. Hey, let me do this, please. Um. Nothing? Really? What's a demigod gotta do? Dwayne Johnson is in an animated movie. A Disney animated movie at that. I love Dwayne Johnson. I love Disney animated movies. I love animated movies. I love Disney movies. It was not that bad of a movie. It was a bit long for me. Um, They could have easily... I think it was close to like two hours. And they could have easily cut out a good... 20-30 minutes of the movie and it would have been even better Um, I won't say the movie is bad though I mean I'll actually say I enjoyed it it was a breath of fresh air after the two stinkers that I previously watched Uh, 
I think they did try a little harder to make a kid's movie believable for a five-year-old. But they still fell flat, in my opinion. You know, the story was eh, but the songs were very, very good. Probably the best songs in all the Disney princess movies, you know, according to which the ones you hear more of. I mean, except for Aladdin and Beauty and the Beast, etc., and the the Wayne Johnson song, who can I say you're welcome, welcome, is the jam. And it teaches children to say you're welcome. What other habits can he not get from a Disney movie? You know, I would actually watch this again, though. And that is why I rated it a high for me. Uh, four out of five. I rated it a little actual higher than what I thought it needed. <laughs> whole life i trained to become a guardian of the dragon gem but this world has changed and its people are divided now to restore peace i must find the last dragon my name is Raya. You're getting a little too big for this, bud. Um, I don't know where to begin, man. It's another animated movie that is difficult for a five-year-old to follow. It was a difficult movie for me to follow. You know, people say, and I was reading reviews, and they were saying that Raiden of the Last Dragon, classic movie. I call a bunch of BS on that. Um, So a girl goes to find a dragon to restore a dragon gym to banish the evil spirits. Where in the premise of this movie does that sound like a children's movie? It sounds like a horror film. A horror film that I would watch. The characters are forgettable. There should not be a sequel. The music is forgettable. Even the story is forgettable, people. And just because it broke streaming records at a certain point for Disney+, Plus, I'll rank it 3 out of 5, but that's... That's about it for me. So guys, I have ranked all of the Disney princess movies. Um, tell me what is your favorite Disney princess movie in the comments below. Follow me on Instagram at I am Mr. Dylan Hodge. Go follow the podcast and I am at the Hodgepodge podcast. Five star review, whatever you guys want to do. Let me know what your favorite Disney princess movie is. And maybe we'll have a bad discussion about it. <laughs> thanks for thanks for joining in this week. And guys, we'll see you again on Monday. Enjoy. And as always, frown less.